I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. The 11 to 1 Show. People from the fashion industry and admirers around the world are offering words of appreciation for Mary Quant, who sadly died last week at the age of 93. She was such an influential designer. She popularised the mini skirt and other fashion trends of London's swinging 60s and she embodied the major cultural shifts that were taking place at the time, really revolutionising fashion. And she was truly a brilliant female entrepreneur. Joining me now to talk more about her impact on women's fashion and the world is image consultant Maria Macklin. How are you getting on, Maria? Hi, Sinead. I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me on this. What an icon, Mary Quant, a legend of the fashion industry. This woman not just revolutionised women's clothing, but she really emboldened women, didn't she, through the clothes? She did. And I think that was the thing that, that, that made her different from all of the other designers that went before. Before Mary Quant, it was all about structure, couturier, and you had to embody the place you you, you kept in society. So mm. women were very um, they were they were under they had structured clothes. There wasn't much movement. The fabrics weren't very forgiving, and so comfortable clothing didn't really exist very much. Yeah, because it wasn't it just as you say these kind of uh, very sort of um, tight at the waist sort of skirts and these kind of blouse like everything was all very sort of modest as well, wasn't it? Very modest and very stiff. And the thing about Mary Quant was that she didn't want the youngsters to have to dress like their mothers, mm. and they didn't want to have to dress like their mothers. So yeah, she she and and funny, her mother and her father didn't want her to study fashion. Wow. So she, I suppose, she was always a trailblazer. She went to Goldsmiths Art School, but she had to study illustration because she wasn't allowed to study fashion. And that's where she met her husband, and she started working with a milliner. But again, the milliner that she worked with, and this was in the mid fifties, mm. she felt felt a bit old fashioned and a bit. Is she was stuck. She she didn't want to look like a duchess. She didn't yeah. buy into the styles that they were making. So she set up. Uh, she she worked with him and, and they opened a shop. And she Amazing. started putting in clothes that she liked and then she started to make the clothes. <laughs> yes. And like, I mean, for the time, Maria, like, you know, people just didn't sort of do these things. You know, people no. stuck to, the, to their to their station, I suppose, you know, in a way, and, and particularly women. So she really was just so, so incredible. So talk to me about this, the shift then in the clothes. As you say, she tapped into that kind of youth consciousness that was going on at the moment. They didn't want to be dressing like mom. You know, they wanted to, their own style. So everything became really free. It did. And it wasn't easy for her because 
people at the time were wearing bowler hats. You know, this is the time when men were walking around London wearing bowler hats. So what she was doing was really, in some ways, very outrageous. So, I mean, there there were nine key things that she was responsible for. Mm. And a lot of it was about liberating women. It was the first generation who had access to birth control in England. Not so much here, but in England, they were probably a decade or two ahead of us at that point. Um, And so, therefore, they were able to go and have careers. They were able to plan their families rather than their families just happening to them. And so they needed the clothes to allow them to do all of that. And the first thing she did was she made the miniskirt popular because these women needed to be able to run for the bus. Of course, of course. (laughs) And it became a symbol of both optimism and rebellion because if you wore one, you know, you were taking the skirt up, you were taking your hemline up and you were doing things that hadn't been done before, but it became very, very popular. Yes, the mini skirt. I mean, the symbol of rebellion. I mean, it's, 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 I think it still is, Maria. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It, is. it can be. Yeah, it yeah. can be still a, a symbol of rebellion. Yeah, because I'm doing it my way and yeah. hell with the rest of you often. She was also the first person to bring in workwear about, and, and her quote is, clothes are a statement about what, what one wants to be. Mm. And so because liberation was at the forefront she wanted fashion with flexibility. She wanted clothes that enabled the young women to get up and go and do whatever they wanted. And that was a huge thing because workwear was a suit. It was a skirt below your knee, usually mid-length. Um, it was stiff. It was. It didn't allow you to do things. And she felt very hemmed in by all of that. Yeah, and this is where it kind of ties into yourself, Maria, massively. I can see why you have such an appreciation for Mary Quant because that's really your ethos as well about in terms of clothes, presenting what, who are you to the world? It says so much about what yeah. you, you're wearing and that's what you teach clients. Yes, it's, it's, she, she made space for people to be themselves, very much so, very much so. And, and all, of the, all of her clothes don't, didn't suit everybody. Yeah. And that's it. You need to, people need to understand that too, but that's okay. She also moved, took the stockings away and moved to tights. And we really don't appreciate the value that that gives us now. But mm. it, was a, it, it allowed the women to then wear this, the signature skirts and dresses because stockings were everywhere. I mean, that's what people wore. You didn't wear tights, but they were there. But she made them accessible. She made them popular and she made them in lots and lots of colours. Yes, vibrant and also sort of the, the, the thick ones as well, which yeah, meant when okay. you were wearing yeah, the, the yeah. mini skirt, you, you know, you were kind of, you were comfortable enough with it as well. And and the big thing as well, which brings me back to something that you are, are, are very passionate about as well is the colour, Maria. Let's talk about the colour. I mean, some of the stuff that she had on these outfits were just so, so bright in stark contrast to like what you were saying, the, the, the older women were wearing, let's say, you know, this kind of 50s kind of style was moving away from that to the colour. And that's something that you bring into to, to your work so much as well. Totally. And if you if you think back to where, what the 50s was doing, it was the decade after the war. They had come out of the war. There was a depression. Mm. You know, they were getting back on track. Something like we're getting back on track after COVID. But COVID didn't have half the impact that the war had on people. You know, people were decimated. There were, there were, there were things were dull. Life was dull. Yeah. <laughs> and the clothes were dull and the colours were dull. So, yes, she brought back the colours and put them from top to toe. Yeah. And not everybody's comfortable with that, as I know, because I see it every day. But it gave people permission to do things that they might not otherwise have been, have had, have had access to or thought about doing. And the colours were very, very important to her. 
Pockets was the other thing. She oh, yeah. Pockets. And again, we underestimate the value of that. Yeah. But there were, there were, she put them on dresses. She put them everywhere. And again, it was, it was about having a, a modern look, but also having somewhere to put your lipstick and your bus fare home. Yes. And like people, women get excited when they find dresses with pockets, with even pockets. now. <laughs> even now. Yeah. So, so it meant you didn't have to carry a handbag. You know, you yeah. could, your hands were free. And and the freedom with that, it, it was it was an expression of freedom as well as its physical freedom. Yeah, so pockets was another one, and then gender fluid clothing. She did yes. that too because yes. she felt that some of the fabrics that were being used for women who have usually curvier architectures than men, physic in physical terms, didn't suit the women. So clothes were often modified from men's fabric, and she took softer fabrics from men's, mostly knitwear, and recreated them for women and used a lot of men's suiting and repurposed it for women because it was usually softer. And that still, I mean, people are thinking that gender fluid clothing is a modern thing. Actually, it was something that she started in the 60s, the boyfriend fit. The boyfriend fit. Yeah, and that's something that we regularly use now in terms of, you know, trousers, jeans, that kind of thing, even slouchy tops, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. No idea about that. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing she did was she brought in Athleisure, which again, people think started with COVID. It didn't. It started with Mary Quant. And she used jersey rather than lycra because it was comfortable. It didn't crease. You didn't have to iron it. Again, think of women's liberation and getting out, out from the home. They didn't want to be sitting behind an ironing board or standing behind an ironing board for hours. She discovered that when she was in the States because she saw houseware. People wore different things in the house and they wore outside of the house. And that wasn't happening in Europe. And so she realised that clothes could be cool and comfortable and started to develop a line of adult size baby grows <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> I did not know that that goes all the way back there. And yeah. I mean, I can just imagine, I mean, like, talk about the shock with the with the miniskirt, but this, you know, idea of an adult hot baby pants. Yeah, they were like yeah. hot pants. Yeah. Yes, the so hot pants yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, is right. So, so she was, she was uh, revolutionary in those terms. She also introduced the skinny rib sweater and the story behind that is she went into a shop and tried on an eight-year-old boy's jumper, mm. liked what she saw and thought, oh, I like this. I'm going to wear one of these and that's what she did and she put it under tunics and pinafores and that was another signature, signature for her and that still exists it today. It does, it does <laughs> and a lot of people, it's their go-to, isn't it? Yeah. As you say, for underneath the likes of the, yeah, they're brilliant, they really are yeah. and so versatile as well. I mean, just the imagination and creativity of this woman knew no bounds, it really didn't. Yes, and she became a global phenomenon. I mean, she was really an original influencer. Mm. Everybody around the globe. So the Beatles were providing the music. Mary Quant was providing the clothes. She also did makeup. She was the first person to introduce waterproof mascara because so you could run for the bus, but you could also shed a tear and still look good. She had flat shoes, which weren't dowdy because prior to that, flat shoes were dowdy, but she had flat shoes because she knew women who worked all day wanted to go out and dance, so they needed flat shoes. So everything was really screaming liberation, let me out, let me free, let me go party, let me enjoy myself. Oh, yeah, what an absolute legend. What an, like, and, and one of the things as well, uh, in terms of the inclusivity side of her was, you know, this idea of age-appropriate clothing and <laughs> Mary Quant defied all of this because, of course, when, you know, the miniskirt came out, they were like, uh, when they eventually, you know, the, the furore kind of died down, they were I like, don't. okay, that's a young, that's a young person thing. No, Mary Quant was like, any age can wear the miniskirt. 
Yeah, I think she was still wearing it in her 90s. Yeah, um, amazing. And, you know, and I always say to you, Sinead, anybody can wear what they want. It's not often your best look, but it's up to you to decide what you want to wear. And nobody should judge you for you choosing what to wear. But it's not everybody's best look, so... I'll, I'll, I'll say no. I won't say any more there. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, this is where Maria comes in when it comes to personal styling. Absolutely, absolutely. So look, at, you know, you've outlined there how much of an impact she's had. I mean, do you think that this impact will continue on long into the future? Oh, no, I have no doubt about it. I mean, it's last that she, she started her career in the mid-50s. We're still talking about her 50 years later, 60 yeah. years later. I have no doubt that that her legacy lives on. She she has her little symbol was the daisy. Yes. PVC was one of, one of the fabrics she used a lot. That's still around. And there's still, you can see, if you see an outfit, you can still... It has a Mary Quant vibe and we still yeah. see that everywhere. Absolutely. We, we really do. We really do. Maria, thank you so, so much. All of that information was just fantastic and so, so interesting to learn more about the legendary Mary Quant. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Sinead. Thank you so much. Maria Macklin there. Very, very interesting. And uh, did you own a miniskirt, by the way? Do you have memories of it? Let me know. 086 658 11 to 1 show. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.